As soon as Dita had disappeared, the old man went back to his bench, and there he remained seated, staring on the ground without uttering a sound, while thick curls of smoke floated upward from his pipe. Heidi, meanwhile, was enjoying herself in her new surroundings. She looked about till she found a shed, built against the hut where the goats were kept. She peeped in and saw it was empty. She continued her search and presently came to the fir trees behind the hut. A strong breeze was blowing through them, and there was a rushing and roaring in their topmost branches. Heidi stood still and listened. The sound growing fainter, she went on again, to the farther corner of the hut, and so round to where her grandfather was sitting. Seeing that he was in exactly the same position as when she left him, she went and placed herself in front of the old man, and putting her hands behind her back, stood and gazed at him. Her grandfather looked up, and as she continued standing there without moving, What is it you want? he asked. I want to see what you have inside the house, said Heidi. Come then. And the grandfather rose and went before her towards the hut. Bring your bundle of clothes in with you. He bit her as she was following. I shan't want them any more, was her prompt answer. The old man turned and looked searchingly at the child, whose dark eyes were sparkling in delighted anticipation of what she was going to see inside. She is certainly not wanting an intelligence, he murmured to himself. And why shall you not want him any more? He asked aloud. Because I want to go about like the goats, with their thin light legs. Well, you can do so if you like, said her grandfather. But bring the things in. We must put them in the cupboard. Heidi did as she was told. The old man now opened the door and Heidi stepped inside after him. She found herself in a good-sized room, which covered the whole ground floor of the hut. A table and a chair were the only furniture. In one corner stood the grandfather's bed. In another was the hearth with a large kettle hanging above it. And on the further side was a large door in the wall. This was the cupboard. The grandfather opened it. Inside were his clothes, some hanging up, others, a couple of shirts, and some socks and handkerchiefs lying on a shelf. On a second shelf were some plates and cups and glasses, and on a higher one still, a round loaf, smoked meat and cheese, for everything that Almuncle needed for his food and clothing was kept in this cupboard. Heidi, as soon as it was opened, ran quickly forward and thrust in her bundle of clothes, as far back behind her grandfather's things as possible, so that they might not easily be found again. She then looked carefully round the room and asked, Where am I to sleep, grandfather? Wherever you like, he answered. Heidi was delighted and began at once to examine all the nooks and corners to find out where it would be pleasantest to sleep. In the corner, near her grandfather's bed, she saw a short ladder against the wall. Up she climbed and found herself in the hayloft. There lay a large heap of fresh, sweet-smelling hay, while through a round window in the wall, she could see right down the valley. I shall sleep up here, Grandfather, she called down to him. It's lovely up here. Come up and see how lovely it is. Oh, I know all about it, he called up in answer. 
I am getting the bed ready now. She called down again as she went busily to and fro at her work. But I shall want you to bring me up a sheet. You can't have a bed without a sheet. You want it to lie upon. All right, said the grandfather, and presently he went to the cupboard, and after rummaging about inside for a few minutes,